giving value and adding to other people, right? Whether that's showing up on other people's content that they're creating and commenting and um, adding to the conversation or asking a really good question, making your engagement there other centric and just very focused on how can I add <laughs> to what's happening here is really crucial. This is Your Career GPS, the podcast designed to help teens, young adults, students, new grads, and emerging professionals navigate their career journey. I'm Brad Minton. And I'm Cassie Spencer. Your journey starts now. Welcome back to Your Career GPS. This is Brad and Cassie. We're back here for another really, really impactful episode. I'm super excited about this one. Uh, we've got a guest that I've been waiting a long time to get on the podcast, and we're going to be talking about all things content creation and building your personal brand, two subjects that I think are super, super important for our audience of Gen Z, young adults, students, new graduates as they're venturing off into their careers. And uh, before we dive in today, though, we want to just remind all of you to follow us, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure that you catch us out on Instagram at Your Career GPS. Um, and uh, again, you can get alerts anytime new episodes drop by subscribing. So make sure that you do that. Um, so, Cassie, can you introduce our guest today? Yes, I would. I would love to, and I feel like it is, you know, important given the topic that we are also pitching our own uh, content and social media. So definitely, if you didn't pause, go follow, come back. Uh, but yes, our guest today is Caitlin Richards, with a decade's worth of experience in hiring and recruiting in the higher education and talent acquisition industries. Caitlin helps top talent leave behind unfulfilling and misaligned work experiences by clearly and confidently telling their career story. She helps professionals stop getting overlooked in the job search process and start being recognized and hired as the valuable team members that they are at companies where they can finally thrive. Caitlin, thanks so much for joining us today. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be here and be chatting with y'all about all things content creation. Well, I feel like it only makes sense for us to start by talking a little bit about Gen Z and the fact that they are a generation that has experience using a lot of these content creation tools, growing up with them yes. and really branding themselves, I think more than many other generations have. But that branding oh, yes. hasn't necessarily come with that like career lens. So can you talk to us a little bit about that and maybe some suggestions you would have for our listeners if they're starting to transition uh, from using social media and other tools really from a, a personal branding sense and more into that professional focus? Absolutely. So the truth is, right, we all have a personal brand. Whether we think we do or know we do um, we or not, uh, we do. We absolutely do. Um, just being present on online uh, in any capacity is, is having a personal brand. And so as you are transitioning into your career, it's so crucial um, to be really, really intentional with the messaging that you're sending and really, really thinking through and asking yourself this one important question. And that question is, what is it ultimately that you want to be known for in your career? And once you ask yourself that question and can kind of get a little clarity 
around what you want the answer to that to be, that's when you can start to weave that into all aspects of your social media, but especially LinkedIn, right? LinkedIn is going to be that go-to social media platform that ultimately is going to kind of house your, your career brand if you will. Um, all your other social media platforms obviously will play a role in it as well. But that's going to be the first stop for any recruiter, any hiring manager, any leader, any person that wants to bring you onto their team, they're going to go to your LinkedIn profile. I absolutely love it. And you know how much I promote LinkedIn as well. And we're going to get into that. Um, before we do, I want to take a quick detour and and just say I, I couldn't agree more with what you said about you know what do you want to be known for and really kind of thinking about that that impact that reputation that you're building through the various content um, that you're creating. One of the things though that I was kind of curious about in in my work with students, I'm sure you've encountered uh, a lot of young people that um, you know they're on these these different uh, kind of platforms. If it's LinkedIn, maybe. Uh, but they're definitely on TikTok. They're on Instagram. They're leveraging all these different types of tools for digestion, right? They're taking things in, but they may not be producing mm -hmm. a whole lot. So from that standpoint, why do you think the, the actual process of creating their own content can be powerful for their for their career development? Yeah, great question. So, you know, there's this old saying that I feel like, you know, has kind of permeated um, the truths of like having a successful, thriving career for a long time. And that is, it's all about who you know, right? If you know the right people, that's going to take your career places, that's going to have an impact on your career. And I would argue that that has shifted. And now it's not necessarily about who you know, it's about who knows you, who knows your value, who knows the impact that you're able to have, who knows what you bring to the table, who knows your skill set. And I would argue that the best way to demonstrate and articulate all of these things is through content creation. It's through putting yourself out there and being really, really intentional with the messaging that you're sending, um, with the things that you're creating um, in a way that's going to cultivate and curate this visibility so that other people can know you. Because when they know you, that's when they're going to think of you for opportunities as they arise. And that's really what we're trying to do here is to kind of set yourself up for success, not just immediately right now at the beginning of your career, but for your career moving forward, right? Um, really being thought of for these opportunities. Oh, yes, I absolutely love that. And, uh, you know, the, the point that you made about it's not about who you know, it's really about who knows you. Um, you're right. I think, it, you know, it's even more prevalent nowadays because there's so much availability out there to really make it known who you are. And you could know, you could be acquaintances with a lot of people, but if they don't really know the value that you bring, it's not really going to carry you nearly as far. So um, that's a right. brilliant point. Um, now, going back to LinkedIn, because this is really yes. <laughs> um, this is really one of your primary playgrounds. And and I know Cassie and I have conversation all the time that like it's just students don't realize the potential. I mm. in, encounter so many 19, 20, 21 year olds that don't even really know um, that it's there, don't know what it exists and don't know how to use it. So from your standpoint, what are the, the main components that you would like our young listeners to know about its capabilities and why they should be using it? 
Absolutely. I mean, LinkedIn is so unique compared to any other social media platform. The potential for visibility, I would argue that maybe TikTok is comparable in that sense, right? That it really can get your message, your content out to a lot of people. Um, but LinkedIn is also uniquely wired in that same way. Um, really, the potential there is limitless. Um, in terms of who can um, have your content show up on their feed, who could have a comment even that you write on someone else's content show up on their feed, and what that's going to do to draw people then um, to your, your LinkedIn profile, which, you know, I like to tell people your resume is only working on your behalf when you submit it, right? Your LinkedIn profile is like the passive income of your job search strategy and of your career. It can literally get leads, you know, for, for career opportunities in your inbox while you're sleeping. <laughs> so that is the potential that is there on LinkedIn. It really does give you access to jobs beyond the job boards. Um, and, and that's what we're wanting to do is we want to be smart and intentional um, with our careers and positioning ourselves, right? Strategically positioning ourselves for opportunities um, that we wouldn't have access to otherwise. And, and I'll say this about LinkedIn too. I mean, obviously I have drank the Kool-Aid that it's LinkedIn. I am like number one fan all in um, on this platform is that LinkedIn has totally um, just equalized the accessibility that everyone has now <laughs> to everyone else. Like it used to be that there is a lot more gatekeeping that was happening. Um, once again, that old, you know, saying of it was all about who you know, that used to be more true. But now you can know the CEO of your, you know, main target company in the same way that I can know that same CEO. We all have equal ability to to message someone, to interact with content that's there. And so that really has been the game changer. And if you know how to use it smartly, holy cow, it's going to take you places in your career. So true. And I think, you know, Brad and I definitely also uh, fans of LinkedIn. So you're in, you're in good, good company here. Uh, and, I, good. Yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't agree more. Like there's just so much information and access to information uh, that I'm definitely promoting that all the time to the people that I'm working with as well. So I want to kind of dive into this and some lessons you've learned as you've used LinkedIn and especially sharing your own content, you've been honored as a, a top follow on LinkedIn based on your content and impact. And so I was wondering if you could share with us a little bit more kind of about that journey and what you found to be kind of those points that led to your own success using LinkedIn and sharing content in that way. Yeah, great question. So I think for me personally, um, there's a couple of like do's and one don't that I, I tell people about LinkedIn. Um, the, the first thing that is a do is just simply to show up in a way that is about giving value and adding to other people, right? Whether that's showing up on other people's content that they're creating and commenting and um, adding to the conversation or asking a really good question, making your engagement there other centric and just very focused on how can I add <laughs> to what's happening here is really crucial. And kind of in that same vein, it's all about giving. Give, give, give. Give of yourself, give of your time, give of your energy. 
um, give of your stories, right? Like people show up for authenticity. Um, and I know that's such a like buzzword and like people overuse it. And some people don't even like that word. Um, but it, there really is something to be said for when people show up as their real self and as their full self for good, for better, for worse, whatever, um, you know, that that really does make a difference. So make it about other people, give, 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 add value where you can. And the one don't I would say is don't stress about the metrics. I see too many people get way too caught up in how many views did this post get, right? How many um, likes did I get? How many comments? Um, really, truly, you got to kind of let the algorithm go and just trust that it's about showing up. It's about building connections. It's about building relationship. It's about building community. And in doing that, you will a thousand percent receive. Um, I just, it has been mind blowing for me in my personal journey and now getting to walk alongside job seekers and seeing it play out for them as well. When you show up in that way, which is kind of the mindset of I'm here to give, um, you will receive in return. So it's this beautiful like circle of reciprocity that just happens on LinkedIn. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, so true there. I think such great advice and, and great reminders that we all probably need to keep in mind with LinkedIn about, you know, giving and kind of being in that mindset. And also, I think, too, the, that reminder of kind of letting go of the metrics is maybe this is going to be opposite advice as to what you just said, but I know I've worked with students and, and professionals who have a lot of stress when it comes to posting about their own things, a project that they've done, a promotion they got, an internship, whatever the case may be. And I think in that sense, too, that post can be just for you, right? Post it, put it out there. That is one of those things, like how many spaces do we have to, I guess maybe a lot with social media, but to just say like, hey, this is something that I'm doing and to kind of let, like you said, let it go, let the algorithm do the work or maybe only your friends see it and great, you know, that's good too. So you mentioned a little bit before, I want to like circle back quick um, to LinkedIn being this platform that allows us to kind of have that quote unquote passive income to bring uh, leads and other wonderful things it to us when we're sleeping, when we're working, when we're doing whatever. So if you had to list two or three starting points for a young professional or a current student to start to kind of build that quote unquote passive income or those leads through their LinkedIn profiles, what would you say are like the top two or three things they should be doing? Yeah, the number one thing is that you want to have a profile picture and a picture that people can see, right? They want to know that there is a human being that they're interacting with and engaging with uh, beyond just this flat, static, right? Um, You know, just profile that's there. And so um, I see so many people that don't even realize that they have their profile picture turned off or set to private. And so make sure you have a picture, make sure it's like, a current picture, right? And I always say, just be friendly, be yourself, like smile in the picture, all these sorts of things. Um, Because the truth is like, that is what draws people in. They want to know the human being beyond just the profile. Um, I also see a lot of people that don't actually have a banner photo um, in place. And I like to say this banner photo, I mean, this is essentially kind of like your billboard for your career, for your job search. Um, and to not tap into that, right, um, is a little bit of a waste because that's your chance to really get to, um, you know, demonstrate things about yourself. You can use keywords. You can, um, you know, write the answer to that question of what is it you want to be known for? You can have it right there. And when people visit your profile, then it's so clear who you are, what you do, the value that you have to offer. And then I would say the next thing that is so, so, so crucial and important is your headline. 
Um, and the reason for that, right, we know this, your headlines follows every single thing that you do on LinkedIn. You comment on something, you uh, react to something, right? No matter what, it's gonna have your name and then it's gonna have you know the first portion of your headline and that really is your brand. Uh, that's the thing that you're going to be known for because it's the first thing that people are gonna see about you, even if they never visit your profile. That's gonna be right there tagged onto it. So being really intentional um, with what that, that headline says in terms of what it is that you wanna be known for, but also for keyword purposes. So I spent a lot of my career in talent acquisition, in recruiting, so I was kind of on the other side of this. And I tell you, you know, those keywords were really, really crucial as I was sourcing candidates and finding people for roles, right, in terms of where they would show up in the search feed, um, how high up they would be on the list. And so when you've got clarity around the roles you're going after, the companies you're going after, weave that into the story because um, that's going to bring the right people then to your page. So I would say that those are kind of the, the top things. And then the third thing, um, if I'm going to add one more, is your about section. Um, that's the first place I go on any profile is I'm like, I want to read their story. I actually want to get to know this person. And too often I see people, um, you know, kind of mirror their, their about section, um, with like their, their summary section on their resume. And it's kind of written in that third person removed. Um, no, write it in first person, like be welcoming, be engaging, draw people in, make them want to message you and connect with you and interact with your your post and your content. Um, and it's a chance to, you know, show your personality, right? Like you're not just a professional, you're a human being. And like our careers, um, you know, we're, we're holistic. We bring our whole selves to work. And so that's your chance to actually have people feel like they're getting to know a human behind the profile. Oh, I love this. I love this. Uh, this episode is paying dividends already. Um, but everything you said was was really, really important and, and gold. I, I think one of the things that really sticks out to me, too, is really just about first impressions. Um, you know, be it the resume, which, you know, we uh, oftentimes hear that that seven second rule with resumes that you you only get seven seconds to really make an impact. I feel like with LinkedIn, it's a different version of the same thing. You've really got to, you know, showcase the good stuff right away. And all of those sections that you highlighted, the profile picture, the banner, the headline, the about me, that's in the top section of that profile. And it's really, really, you know, bringing out those heavy hitters and creating this magnet, right? You want to attract the people that are going to, to find what you have to offer really appealing. Um, and, um, and, and then again, I think the, the other important point in there that you made was the fact that this is a, a showcase of your personality. You don't have to stick with that, you know, those limitations that a resume might confine you to. So these are just really, really great, great takeaways and great starting points for, for young adults. I, so I, I'm really, really happy. Now, one of the things that I wanted to ask you about was on the flip side, you know, what kind of potential pitfalls or traps can people get into, you know, when they're just kind of venturing in and they're starting to, to put some content out there? Yeah, yeah, good question. Um, I mean, the, the number one trap that I see people fall into is the worrying about the metrics right? Like they just get so wrapped up in how yeah. many people viewed it. Oh my goodness. Not as many people viewed it today as mm -hmm. they did yesterday. <laughs> and it, it, they, they let that discourage them. They let that, um, you know, keep them from continuing to put themselves out there. And the truth is y'all, this is about the long game. It is not about instant <laughs> gratification. It just isn't. And you know, the three of us can attest to this, you know, as people that are active on LinkedIn, some 
posts perform really well and other posts totally mm -hmm. bomb. And that's okay because it's about your whole overarching personal brand and story that you're telling, mm -hmm. not about one single post. So don't pay attention because also it, really most opportunities, most things come from lurkers. <laughs> and those are the people that will never engage with your content, um, but will come out of nowhere and say, oh my goodness, I've been following you for a while now, or I really love your content. Um, I wanted to talk to you about X, Y, or Z, whatever it might be. Um, so I would actually say that's, that's the number one mistake. Um, I would say the second mistake is, um, you know, and I, I do think people probably have different opinions about this, but this is just my, my personal opinion, is when people are just trying to, um, you know, kind of do the spray and pray connection approach and just like, I'm going to connect with anyone, I'm going to connect with everyone, I just want to connect, 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 connect. Um, and they don't actually make it about relationship and building community. Um, that oftentimes I see those people get discouraged and get frustrated by their experience on LinkedIn because it's not targeted. It's not geared towards, you know, connecting with the people, um, you know, who they have things in common with, um, who they have those shared interests, who are working at the companies they're interested in, who are in the types of roles that they aspire to be in someday. Um, you know, uh, when you just have connections from all different, <laughs> you know, varieties, and oftentimes it can just be trickier to find your people and find your community on LinkedIn. And really that's what LinkedIn's about is finding your people. Right, right. Absolutely. There are so many really good points in there and, and, you know, having, having that sense of focus, I think is, is really, really important as you're beginning to really kind of think about, again, going back to what you said at the beginning, what do you want to be known for? Who are the, the people that can maybe, you know, become part of your world to be able to help you reach that point, um, I think are really great. So kind of just going back to like ground zero, if we were talking about somebody today who's maybe uh, never put a shred of content out there, they're starting from from scratch um, and they really want to maybe start building building a brand or building a professional brand if they've never ventured into that aspect of it. Um, what would be maybe, you know, two or three things that they could start doing today just to get on that, uh, that process? Yes. Good question. So I always tell people the best place to start is with commenting, find other people that are creating content that you find interesting, that, um, gets you excited that, you know, says something that makes you curious about it, that leaves you with questions, whatever it might be. Find those people and just start regularly engaging and adding your own voice to the conversation. Because oftentimes what you'll find is that in um, making a comment that you might start saying, wow, that comment got a lot of reactions. There's something to be said for that. And it starts to become so easy then to take your comments and turn it into content. Because I think oftentimes just diving straight into the deep end with content can feel overwhelming. But when you kind of can allow other people's conversations that they're cultivating to kind of be like that guide and that, you know, springboard for you, that you'll find that the ideas just kind of start to flow and you'll find the things that you get excited about and that are going to get you a little bit of traction naturally on LinkedIn. So I say start with commenting, find your people that you just really want to follow their content and just start engaging with them and add your voice. Such great advice there. And I think such an important reminder for everyone to, that you can start really simple with LinkedIn. You know, I think a lot of whether it's LinkedIn or other social media platforms, 
there can be this like intimidating factor of creating content and putting yourself out there. Um, but starting kind of simple with likes and comments and getting used to that and kind of creating the habit and creating that momentum of using LinkedIn more regularly is such an important piece of kind of all of this. Oh, totally. And figuring out a way to do it that's sustainable for you. Because, mm. you know, the truth is that looks a little different for each of us. And I always tell my job seekers, this isn't just about you diving into LinkedIn to get a new job and then piecing out. Like what I hope for each of them and for all of us is we figure out a way to, to really create this habit um, that just becomes organic and it's just naturally woven in to our, you know, career schedule in whatever way makes sense for each of us. And so just do it in a way that's sustainable. I love that. Awesome. So much great advice throughout this episode that I, I feel like maybe it'll be hard to pick. Um, but do you have one piece of advice or the best piece of advice maybe that you've ever been given that you could pass along to our listeners? For a career in general or about LinkedIn? Oh, either, both. I mean, I would love to hear both. Either. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the best piece of advice that I've been given just about career in general that I think is true for all of us is do it in the context of community. Don't go at it alone. Find your people, whether that's a mentor, whether that's peers, whether that's someone that you can mentor, whatever that looks like, bring community into it. Allow other people to speak into your career, um, you know, to be able to, to, to tell you those, those hard truths or hold you accountable or encourage you or support you and cheer you on. But, um, our careers should not be a solo sport. They should be a team sport. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. I love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, boy, this has really, really exceeded my expectations today. And you came and dropped some truth bombs on our listeners today. I really um, am uh, hoping that everybody is going to share this episode with somebody uh, that can benefit. But as a really brilliant content uh, creator yourself, uh, who has now been able to start uh, providing such great value for other people, I'm sure uh, other people are going to want to follow you and uh, and get connected after today's episode. So other than LinkedIn, um, but including LinkedIn, what are some um, ways that people can find you and follow you? Yeah, I mean, LinkedIn is the main place that I hang out. So find me on LinkedIn, shoot me a message, let me know you heard today's episode. I would love to personally connect with you, cheer you on, support you. Um, or you can find me on my website. It's a craftedcareer.com. Um, but yeah, mostly LinkedIn. That's where I spend my time. I'm all in. <laughs> Perfect. We love it so much and can't, again, thank you. Thank you enough for being here, for sharing all this information with our listeners and all of that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me. This was such a privilege to be with y'all today. Thank you. This is your career GPS and your journey awaits.